0: a reading from the letter
1: of Paul to the Philippians. To me, living is Christ, and dying is gain. If I am to live in a flesh, that means fruitful so that, whether I can't conceive or am absent and hear about you, I will know that you are standing firm in one spirit, striving side by side with one mind for the faith of the gospel, and are in no way intimidated by your opponents. For them, This is evidence of their destruction, but of your salvation. And this is God's doing, for he has graciously granted you the privilege not only of believing in Christ, but of suffering for him as well. Since you are having the same struggle. That you saw, I had, and now here, that I still have. Hear what the Spirit is saying.
0: to share a Sunday morning together, and for me to get to know her people, and uh, this worshiping congregation, uh, God has a funny way of working God's purposes out in the world.
2: And so, when we were together, back in the spring, and we figured out that this Sunday I was going to work, and that I could come and be
0: with you all, we, she said, it's the week before the director gets there. Oh, uh, that's, a, that's an interesting week to preach to a congregation. Let's go ahead and look and see where the readings are. And so we pulled up our phones. and We looked at the lectionary page like any, you know, priest does. And we um, took a look. And don't you know, this gospel that we have today is the gospel that in my 10 years of priesthood I have always called my Becky gospel. I'm not kidding. I'm not making this up. Okay? Every time I've read this gospel for 10 years, I've always thought, this is my Becky gospel. I'm going to tell you about why. But I just thought, okay, well, please. God fine. <laughs> I'll come to Becky's church so I can spend the morning with my friend and and you can stick it to me and make me <laughs> make me preach about the chapel paths. So here's the thing. Becky's pretty great, right? Like I yeah, I know. Thank you. With such conviction, the landowners say, are you envious because I am generous? Are you envious because I am generous? And every time I've heard that question, I think, well, yeah, (laughs) right? regular practice of gratitude. And she says they're, they're just absolutely lame. That she does not find joyful people who are not also grateful. And not just grateful, but practice gratitude. And she was really clear to say that gratitude is a practice. It's not just something that naturally comes. That you actually have to work at it. You have to wake up each day and decide you're going to be grateful. And look around you and pay attention to the things that Grateful for, and to offer that gratitude to God, and I thought that was, I thought that was pretty profound stuff. And I think what what's so important for us in this life of faith that we lead is to make a point of cultivating a practice of gratitude. And I think that gratitude is the antidote to envy. And that anytime we find ourselves falling into that of looking around at what somebody else has what somebody else can do. We're missing all of the ways that we can be grateful for how God is acting in our lives. Now, I think it needs to be said that I don't really think that God is, um, like, standing up in the heavens. that that love transforms us to live in the ways that Jesus calls us to live and be. That's a lofty lofty goal, the way we're asked to live as followers of Christ in this world. Um, But it's so important for us to, to just make sure to look up. And when we get stuck on somebody else to focus on the ways that we have been. Ways that God is showering love on us. And that, that doesn't come naturally for me. I'm more like the Israelites in the wilderness, and I love this story. Who I mean, they're just like, complaining, I love to complain, like, oh, we're hungry, I'm gonna to die. And um, God sends manna from heaven down for them to eat, and then you know, in the morning they wake up and they're kind of looking down at the manna from heaven, and they say, Well, what is it? I'm not. That God is just. That there are so many good things in my life. There are so many ways that God has transformed the world I live in. And too often I get stuck in life. Well, what is it? What are you doing? So I think this passage is a really important invitation to cultivate a life of gratitude and a practice of gratitude, and consequently, a practice of generosity. Because that's why we love Becky, right? We love Becky because she's generous. She's generous with love, she's generous with kindness, she's generous with patience. She's all of those things. And, and, and that's why you want to spend time with her. That's why you like having her around. It's why, even despite my own internal struggle for all of those years, I have cherished this friendship. Um, but what it should do, instead of causing us envy, and I hope it doesn't few, you, but instead of causing us envy, it should inspire us to be people of gratitude and generosity. And I believe that it is a cycle that, that gratitude begets generosity, which begets gratitude. And when that is your daily practice, suddenly, it's not like, oh, if you're grateful, God will bless you more. It's, oh, if you're grateful, suddenly you're going to notice the blessings around you. You are going to be more aware of the ways that God's love is transforming you and the world around you. And it gets easier. The more you practice, the easier it gets to be generous, to be grateful. and and. We can shed that part of us that is so tempted to complain or to be envious or, or to just block our own ability to see the way that God is acting and moving in our lives. So, it's, I love the fact that I'm here on the morning of my, my Becky gospel mm-hmm. to share this space with you. I can see why she loves being part of this community. I've really enjoyed my morning so far. And thank you for, for hearing me out. If there's anything I can offer you today, like save yourself the experience that I had for a whole bunch of years in there. And and practice your gratitude, and practice your generosity, and watch the ways that that changes your heart and your life and the way that you see God's love. And love. Make sure to look up, look around, and offer thanks to God. Amen. Amen.
3: everyone. My name is Lil Seymour, and I am the chair
0: for the lunching committee for our fair. I just wanted a reminder we're going to have a very brief meeting after the service today in the parlor. Thank you. In the parlor. Great, black of the stairs.
3: To her, and just so she can get to know you in another personal way. So, there's lots going on, and next Sunday is going to be amazing. Be sure to invite all the people that are here today and all your old friends and people people to come and
4: join us for a, a wonderful welcome to Nancy. Thank
0: you. Thank you, and thank you for all the work you've done. Join us. There will be healing prayer during communion and immediately following communion for anyone who would like prayers today, right over here in this transit. And I think that's it. Walk along and try to love us. Archangels and with all the company of heaven, who forever sing with him to proclaim the glory. And serve you in unity, constancy, and peace. And at the last day, bring us with all your saints into the joy of your eternal kingdom. All this gas is to your Son, Jesus Christ. By him, and with him, and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us miracle, Hallelujah. Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us. The gift of God to the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you and feed them in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving, going to all the wealth. (laughs) love <laughs> the